Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders! Go, food needs refill! Welcome in uh, to this edition of The Bar. I am Seth Harp, Harp on Sports, The Bar, here on the Harp on Sports Media and Audio Network. What do we have in store for you coming up on this edition of The Bar? Well, a couple of things. A little college football cardio for you. The Jaguars have their own pawn shop. And the last dance with Michael Jordan, seemingly everything, and pretty much the only thing, a ton of people are talking about at this time. And, you know, the romanticism of Michael Jordan, to me, is it a fever pitch? After this documentary, it's going to be totally different. This documentary, this 10-part series on Michael Jordan is going to change an entire generation's perspective on him. And we'll get to that uh, coming up here. Really quick, Harp on Sports, the bar, Harp on Sports, the podcast, HarpOnSports.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards at Harp on Sports on every single social media platform that you can find. And we're excited to be a part of it. A quick reminder to everyone, I am now uh, with ESPN Gainesville 98. Get this right because it took so long. I'm so ingrained in doing it when I was doing it in Jacksonville forever. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com and on the ESPN WRUF radio app. So what do we have for you? Let's start with a little college football cardio here. Chris Fowler of ESPN, Reese Davis of ESPN, and a slew of others. Informed decision-making, informed personnel, talking about college football starting maybe in February. Okay, February, March, April, May type of college football season. Well, what would that look like? Well, it would look a lot like fall temperature-wise, wouldn't it? Look a lot like fall temperature-wise. So if it looks a lot like fall temperature wise, it feels a lot like fall temperature wise, bad, good, indifferent. How are we feeling about this? And I don't know if we have an option when it's all said and done. Uh, the coronavirus will dictate when, how, where we can do all of these things. Here's what you have to ask yourself. And that's why I was talking about college football cardio what type of workout. Is this going to be what type of season is college football going to be? You ever go to the gym? I'm sure you have at some point. You ever see people run? There are people that run, I mean run, and there are people that just kind of leisurely power walk, stroll, kind of do their own little thing. What do you want? What type of person are you? What are you? Are you a sprinter? You're going to run? You're going to work out? I'm a P90X guy. See? Welcome to the gun show. No, I'm a P90X guy, so when you work out, I work out. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 45, depending on what the workout is, 45 minutes and I'm done. When I go to the gym, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody on their cell phone. Get off that thing. Work out. Taking up time. Taking up space. I never got going to the gym and walking on the treadmill. Walk outside. Why are you paying for a membership? How does this relate to college football? Well, very simple. It relates to college football in this aspect. What type of season do you want? Are you going to be the person that drops 30, 40 bucks at the gym and walks on the treadmill when you can do it for free? That's fine. Or do you want it to be full bore? You know what to the wall. What do you want? Because if you want it like the football that you love, the football that you know and love, 
the camaraderie, the fans, the crowd, especially college football. That's what I hear time and time again. College football is different because of the atmosphere. Well, you're not going to get that atmosphere if you try to start the season in September. You're just not. So what kind of atmosphere do you want? Do you want three seats in between everybody? No real band? Kind of calm, quiet? Is that what you want? Well, it can get loud at times, but everybody hates crowds, but everybody loves a packed stadium, don't they? So this is what you have to do. You have to make up your mind. What do you want? What do you want? Now, I don't think you're going to get to choose. I think Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, I, I think they are going to make the decision. Each individual state, Surgeon General, maybe when it's all said and done, but you got to have uniform rules, right? Can't be one thing in, you know, Ann Arbor and something else in Columbus and then something else in Nashville. You're going to have to have some sort of uniformity when it comes to this. But if you want, you have to figure out what you want. Do you want college football? Do you want it early? Do you, are you that impatient and that focused that you want it in September and it's going to look nothing like you know? Nothing like you know. Or do you want to wait? You want to wait till February and at that point, maybe get, maybe, wait till February, get what looks like college football just four or five months later. What do you want? How do you want it? Again, a little college football cardio. Different forms of cardio, right? Are you running? I'm going for a run. I, I don't know what that means. I'm going to watch college football. Again, I, I okay. What do you want it to look like? Are you running? As in sweat, soak, two and a half miles, three miles, four miles, five miles, exhausted? Or are you running around the block? Are you somebody just, I'm going to go to the gym. Here, here, peace. I'm going to go to the gym. What does that mean? It means a lot for different people. What do you want this to look like? I know what I want it to look like. I want it to look like it looks like. I can wait to make sure something is done correctly. Chris Rock got in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. He upset Sean Penn and upset a lot of people about, what, 15 years ago? 10, 15 years ago when he was hosting the Oscars? Because he was talking about Jude Law. Jude Law. And if you need Tom Cruise for a movie, then you wait. If he's busier than another project, you wait. You don't force everybody Jude Law. Sean Penn got mad and everybody got worked up, but it was absolutely hilarious. If you find somebody and you want them, go get them. Same thing here with college football. If, if you can set this up and do it right, wait. Wait. I'd much rather have it look and feel like the real thing and be four months later than not look and not feel like the wrong thing or the right thing. Because here's what's going to happen. And I used this analogy last week, and I'm going to use it again because it's true and it's accurate. Here's what happens. People say they want something, then they get it, then they hate it. Dumb and Dumber 2. I really want Dumb and Dumber 2. I've waited forever for it. You got it and you hated it. You got it and you hated it. Man, I want another Star Wars movie. Okay, here's 789. Man, this sucks. I hate it. You're going to get, I, want, I just want any sports. Give me any sports. Oh, here's horse. I hate it. I know how this works. They're going to give you a watered down version of football and you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. You remove the atmosphere from that joint. It's a Mac football game on a Tuesday or Thursday night in November. I've watched my alma mater play in those games where there are more kernels of popcorn in a bag of popcorn in the microwave, unpopped, people in the seats. That's the truth, and you know it, and that's what it's going to feel and it's going to look like, and you may love it for a week. Oh, I just don't care. I got football back, and then you're going to hate it because you know, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right because that's exactly what's going to happen. So there's that. A little college football cardio. What type of runner are you? What type of season do you want? You want to wait and have it look like 
what we know or do you want to force feed it and it have nothing to do or not feel at all of what it looks like? Look at it like this. Very similar to let's wait and get the NFL labor deal done and get the real players in here. Or do you want to force feed this thing and have scabs? Up to you. Well, it's actually not up to you. It's going to be up to the CDC. But those are your options. Those are your options. What do you want? So there's that. Um, what else do we have? A little Jaguars pawn shop for you. The Jaguars pawn shop is open. Uh, there, It's more of selling things. You know, Pawn Stars, Rick, the whole family, Chumley, those whole, that, that whole crew. You, know, you want to pawn it or you want to sell it? I cannot think of anybody that ever pawned anything on that show. They always wanted to sell it. Always wanted to sell it. And now the Jags shopping Leonard Fournette. Okay, I don't know what you're going to get for him. I don't. Maybe a fifth. Maybe. Maybe this is one of these things where you can entice. Maybe. Maybe this is one of these things where you can entice a team. You may get a first in return of both of them. Like you could maybe packaging Gakway and Fournette to a contender and, and get a late first back. But I don't know what you're going to get in that instance. And again, I've said time and time again, the reason the Jags with Ngakwe, the reason with the Jags with the Fournette aren't in any hurry, because what do they have? Like 12 picks in this draft, if not more. This is a full rebuild at this point. It's a full rebuild. If you're not going to sign anybody to a long-term deal, move them. Move them. Now, with Leonard Fournette, it's a little bit different because the value in running back is totally different. Totally different, the value at running back. It's going to be tough to get anything of value. You're not going to get a first or a second day pick for him. You're just not. You're not. Now, it's one of these things where maybe somebody will take him off your hands. You bet. You bet. Does Leonard Fournette have some legs still? You bet. I know where he'd be a perfect fit, but they'll never trade him there, and that would be Tennessee. Could you imagine that backfield? Could you imagine that backfield? Never going to happen. You put Derek Henry and Leonard Fournette in the same backfield? Never happened. But that's that, that'd be, oh my gosh, if you're all in on the run and you want to run and you want to run and you want to run some more, that, that'd be the perfect fit. But if you're the Jags, you trade Fournette to the Titans for like two twos or whatever. Because you have to package and gawk away for him. It, it'd have to be another team taking him and then spinning him around, but that's not going to happen. So the Jags are basically everybody you've ever seen on Pawn Stars. They're going into the pawn shop and they're selling the guys. And in Gakway, no rush. No rush at all on this. Well, they're going to wait till the draft. I would be, I, I think there is, how about this for going on a limb, Seth? I think there's a 50-50 shot he moves on draft night on any of them. 50-50 shot, and I believe that. They can hold on to him. If you are the Jags and you have, what, two ones, a two, multiple fours, multiple five, you know, you go keep going down the list, multiple, was it multiple, you have two threes? You keep going down the list with all these draft picks that they have. And you look at next year as well, they've got two ones next year. If you can get a second next year, you know, those 12 guys fitting on that roster, you need to, you want to space this out as much as possible. And then, look, there's still a chance the Jags could move back, you know, 9 to 13, 9 to 14 if somebody wants a quarterback really bad or move from 20 to 25 in case somebody has fallen. I doubt Jordan Love falls that far. But there's a chance to really stockpile this for an onslaught for two or three years where you could have multiple first in the next three years. Two first this year, two first this next year, two first the following year. That's possible. That is distinctly possible of where they are. But they're a pawn shop. And it's such an interesting year because it's going to be a weird year. It's going to be a bizarre year. It's a year where two games are in London now. They're supposed to tear up Lot J. That's not happening, right? It's actually a center for coronavirus, COVID-19 testing. So as long as you keep pushing these things around, you know, it's like, oh, well, there's two games in London this year because of all the construction going on. 
Well, that's not started yet. So even if that would start in the next month, which it's not, and it would get approved, which it's not, yeah, you're looking at two years to get all that done down there. So they're going to be multiple games in London again next year. What's this fan base support structure look like for this team in a full tear down rebuilding mode if it goes south of cheese? What's it look like? I think Dave Caldwell, here's what's crazy about this. It may cost Dave Caldwell his job. It may cost Doug Marone his job. But they're they're doing this the, the the right thing right now. They are. What do I think? I think if you get a fourth for Leonard Fournette anytime you take it. If somebody's willing to give you a first, if you can package Fournette, I don't know who would do it. But if you could package Fournette and Ngakwe and get a first in return, late first, then you do it. Then you do it. You're going to get those things? Don't know. Fournette, there's more of a... There's more of a pressure zone now to move Fournette than there is Ngakwe. Ngakwe, you can wait. You can wait for Ngakwe. Look with Jalen Ramsey. Look how that worked out. You get two first. I don't think you're going to get two first, but you can wait. You can. There's no rush to move him. Fournette, eh. And you don't know if running back's going to go down in camp. You're, I think you kind of have your box, and if somebody comes along and they check it, boom, there you go. You make the move. So there's that on that front uh, when it comes to the Jaguars pawn shop. And I, if I'm Dave Caldwell, I do the same thing. You've already sold off Foles. You you took a little bath on that. You took a bath on Blake last year. Um, Telvin Smith kind of did you a favor when he retired because his production was going down and he saved you some money. Uh, Norwell will be gone next year. Going to have a ton of cap space next year. It's the right decision. It's the right decision. Harp on Sports, The Bar, The Bar Podcast. In case you are listening to this for the first time or viewing it, Facebook Live, at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports um, Instagram, harponsports.com. Check out the website. I archive every single video, every single podcast that we do. Also, try to think, uh, Harp on Sports YouTube channel. I will be hosting, filling in for Steve Russell as I pinch hit here before my show launches. The goal is to launch my show on the radio, physically on the radio, June. I know it's where we are sports-wise, mid-June, late June. That's my goal. It's my goal because I could launch it this week. You have the draft and the draft's over and I'm talking to myself. So that's the goal. I want it done right and I want it done. And I got a great support staff in Gainesville. It's kind of bizarre that people love sports talk. It's just something I wasn't used to. Um, so I'm, I'm so excited about it and looking forward to it. So I just thought I'd drop that little dime in there. ESPN Gainesville, ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF. And online, WRUF.com. And also, take us anywhere with you in the world on the ESPN WRUF radio app. See, practice, practice, practice. Uh, the last thing, Michael Jordan. And the last dance, Michael Jordan. This is going to be a shockwave and a little wake-up call to my generation. We've romanticized Michael Jordan, and I get it. He's, you know trying to think of different generations in, in what guys meant to them. And I mean, when you, in the seventies, 60s, 70s, you had Ali, right? You had Ali in the sixties and seventies. Uh, you had Michael in the nineties. I know he came on the scene in the late eighties, but you had Michael in the nineties. The eighties belonged to what Gretzky? Would you say the eighties belonged to Wayne Gretzky? Um, the sixties, 50s, sixties belonged to Mickey Mantle. I'm trying. I'm just trying to rack my brain, and then you can go through the Celtics and Magic Johnson, maybe the '80s, different sports figures that owned a decade, owned a decade. The decade belonged to them, and 
Michael Jordan, the 90s belong to Michael Jordan. After this series is over, even after the first two episodes, Sunday night, I think people are going to recoil a little bit because we've romanticized this man so much and the adoration and love for him. And look, rightfully so, you're going to open some doors and not like what you see in there. You are. He's competitive, and we all know he's competitive. We've all listened and heard stories about how competitive he is. There's an entire generation, I love him, I love him. You ever notice that about a lot of people? I let my son play for Bobby Knight any day. I love that hardcore. You know as well as I do. Most people that love the Michael Jordans, love the Bill Belichicks, love the Tom Brady's, they would absolutely despise them if they were their teammates. Absolutely. Those hardcore, hard nose, attention to detail, win at all costs, just miserable SOBs when it comes to success. Cutthroat. Ray Kroc. Just that, that, that hardcore, I'm going to own this. Michael Corleone. You love him on TV. I don't think you'd like him as your boss. You wouldn't. We've romanticized Michael Jordan. I get it. He's great. He's great. This documentary, or this series, is going to make you recoil. It's going to go, wait a second here, man. He kind of was a, a turd with this. and Boy, he's not a not very nice guy with this. I can't think of any athlete. I talk about romanticizing, but we've created this myth, an aura around him, and you're about ready to see some truth. You're about ready to see some truth. Well, he was in... Atlantic City gambling in between NBA playoff games. Could you imagine if LeBron James or anybody did that today in between NBA playoff games and in, 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 uh, Atlantic City? Do they even have casinos anymore? If they were gambling in between games, postseason games, oh my gosh, we lose our minds. We lose our minds. People get mad and get worked up at athletes that have fun. You should be in the gym. You should be focused. You should have your nose in a playbook. That's what social media has done. I'm telling you. You know, I respect everything that Michael did. I'm going to enjoy the series. I am. But I'm going into it knowing what's going to happen. Knowing what's going to happen. Here's your idol. You know, they say never meet your heroes. An entire generation. And it's my generation. This myth, this romanticism, the things that we didn't know. Oh, Michael can do no wrong. Michael can do no wrong. You're going to watch this and go, man, he's kind of a... <laughs> man. But now the people that love him, and you look at this politically right, People that love the president, he can do no wrong. Well, people that really, really love Michael are going to think he can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. It's okay. But there's always that middle independent voters that swing an election. You're going to have an entire generation go, wait, what? And then you're going to have a generation in their 20s that never really watched him go, hey, was he really like that? Was he really like that? People in their 30s are going to remember him, but remember him at the end. People in their 30s are going to remember Michael Jordan at the end, kind of like I remember Reggie Jackson and Mike Schmidt at the end, Nolan Ryan at the end. That's what you're going to get. So it's going to be fascinating. Can't wait to watch it. It'll be a good series. Uh, let's see here. Quick reminder, Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, the podcast. You can check it out. We try to drop one in the middle of the week and on Sunday every single week at Harp on Sports. The podcast's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Buzzsprout. You can also check it out. I put the link in here quite frequently. If you follow Harp on Sports on Twitter, Instagram, Harp on Sports, Facebook, HarpOnSports.com, every single one that we've done is archived and set up right there for your consumption. We'll be back with another edition of The Bar midweek, Wednesday, live from my office on the campus of the University of Florida in Gainesville this week. So there we go. Uh, everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Look forward to chatting with you here again very soon. Remember, harponsports.com. Follow us on all the platforms. Uh, 
looking forward to it. And again, um, pinch hitting for Steve Russell on Monday. Uh, ESPN Radio Gainesville going to host from 10 to noon on my show, slated to start a little bit later on in the summer, but I'm going to spot fill in here uh, for the time being when one of the guys wants a day off. So there you go. Enjoy your Sunday night. The bar circling back around midweek right here on the Harp on Sports Media and Audio Network.